Radio. Are you looking for veteran resources and peer support? Objective Zero has an app for that. Download the Objective Zero app for free from the App Store or Google Play. Access wellness resources like yoga and a free year subscription to Headspace, the world's most popular meditation app. Check out veterans resources and access our nationwide network of peer support. Speak to fellow women veterans or someone in your field and branch of service. You get to choose who you want to chat with. Learn more at www.objectivezero.org. That's www.objectivezero.org. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DB Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DB Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. I am the first dick in your ear, Bonerwood, so it's going to be a hard one tonight. Now, God damn it, Bonerwood, that's just not even fair. This is Barracks Talk. This is Inside the Nuthouse, man. We got Sergeant Wardog. Oh, I just broke out of the rubber room, dog. The bacon man himself, oink. You are truly putting the D in the B when it comes to DV radio. Mr. Recall. I prefer to be referred to as belly and down. And don't know where the fuck Google is. I told you it's my computer, it's not me. That's exactly how I feel. We probably had a few too many to drink, you know what I'm 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Can I get a thimble full of sweet baby rays, please? We don't have it. Saturday's going to be even more entertaining. Illogical. We still have the DD radio store for those wondering. Shit's still there. You can buy shit. Mine shit's good, okay? Oh, we haven't even gotten there yet. You fucking got me there already. Love and military barracks talking around this smoke. How's your back feeling after that penis reduction? Oh. <laughs> You're tuned in to WDVR on DVRadio.net. Because this is how it is on DV Radio. That is how it is right here on WDVR, DVRadio.net. It's October 7, 2023. I'm Boner Wood, and you're listening live or on podcast on most major podcast platforms. Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, most major podcast platforms. All right, just, just search DV Radio Podcast. You're going to find us. You can probably listen to us on the one that you like to listen to. Just, just fucking do it. All right. Anyway, we got a fun filled show tonight. We hope you guys enjoy it. But before we get into all of that, and before I introduce everybody that's here with us tonight, we got 15% off everything through October 8th. That's Sunday, October 8th, tomorrow. Uh, so go to dvradio.net, click on DV Radio Store, grab your merchandise and all orders. You get 15% off if you click the redeem button at the top. Don't forget to click the goddamn redeem button because we can't give you the percentage off because we run through a third party. And yeah, anyway, dvradio.net, DV Radio Store. It's 15% off right now. Anyway, uh, tonight we have with us from the snowy ass Egypt country of Alaska. Oink. <laughs> well, we're getting there. That's for damn sure. Hey, before I begin, I have to uh, throw a shout out to one of the legends of the NFL, uh, Dick Buckus. Obviously, if you didn't know who Dick was, where the fuck have you been? Um, he passed away the year 80, 80 years of age. And uh, he was the ultimate bear. He was Chicago's son. Uh, he was everything that George Alice, Papa Bear, looked for in a player. Toughness, smarts, instincts, passion, and leadership. Uh, his legacy of philanthropy included admission of reading, uh, performance-enhancing drugs from the sports and promoting heart health. Uh, his contributions to the game will love, he loved will live forever. And that's just some of the words there from George H. McCaskey, the Bears chairman. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you grew up in Chicago, uh, Dick Buckus was the man, uh, when it came to the Bears. I mean, great. You had greats like, you know, Walter Payton, the sweetness, you know, the other fucking linebacker, you know, Mike Singletary with his eyes that, you know, 
you played with passion as well, but you know, the, the legend Dick Buck has set that path for everybody. And I mean, that's why, you know, at the collegiate level, at high school level, and even the professional level, there is the Dick Buckus Award for linebackers. So uh, he will be missed. Damn, I hate that. I guess uh, that's going to be one added for the tribute show this year. So you got to remind me on it because I will fucking forget. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> come back east a little ways up in Amish country. We got the man whose balls I have not cupped in quite some time. It is Mr. Rick Hoyle. <laughs> God damn it, bro. These motherfuckers are getting heavy. Are they getting cold? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Only I, when they touch the water. Only when they touch the water. I'll, I'll try to get up there before it uh, uh, freezes over this year. I'll, yeah, I'll the, a- the Appalachian dog farts warming them up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, it's time to go way down south in Florida because that's an artist. And it sounds cool, but it's really Florida. <laughs> It's the Moran Crown Eater himself, Psych Ward Gang Supervisor. It's Mr. Sergeant Wardog. Yes, sir. Psych Ward Gang representing mental health in the military community. Glad to say that we have Hog Sniper on tonight, man. Salute. It's going to be a good one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, really quick, uh, before we get to Mr. Corey, a.k.a. Uh, Hog Sniper, Blank Cowage Week. Uh, not too bad, brother. Like I said, the, we are now switching over to our night shift up here. So, uh, yeah, the next time you hear me, I'm not may, not be so chipper and, and awake because I'll be waking up just to come on the show. <laughs> but uh, other than that, you know, it's been a slow week because we got everything done the first week. So we kind of sat around this week staring at one another, unfortunately. But, hey, we were getting paid, so I can't complain. I mean, hey. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. That's what you said. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> out, of, out of your mouth, not mine. <laughs> Sergeant Wardog. Whatever you do. <laughs> Sergeant Wardog, how's your week been, brother? Oh, man, pretty good, bro. Um, I finally got a chance to not go off grid this week, but I hooked up with a Marine veteran and I served uh, three tours in Iraq with him. We went out to a gun club, nice little country gun club, and uh Put in a few rounds. Obviously, he gave me a lot of flack about how rusty I am because he's uh, actively in executive protection still. But uh <laughs> it was great, man. It was a great time to be out, to be out amongst, uh you know, our, our community, veterans, war veterans. You know, it was uh just a pretty mellow week. No VA doctor's appointments, anything like that. Uh Just doing the suburban dad thing and... uh Went to the range. That's about uh, it. That's awesome, brother. I'm I'm so glad to hear you got out there. Yep. Absolutely. Maybe I can start getting out there next week. <laughs> Hell yeah. <clears throat> Maybe when I get my state ID, since I've been lazy, I can go to the range too soon. But that that's that's in the future. Anyway, Rico, how's your week been, brother? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh working like crazy. Um, but I did manage to get all my parts put together and build a bow. Uh, for the Lancaster Archery Classic that I'm going to be shooting in January. So got that all put together, probably put, I don't know, maybe 50 arrows through it before the show here. Uh, so it's you know, still got some settling in yet to get it dialed in good, but I'm excited about that. So finally something I'm finally something I'm looking forward to other than just working to death. I hear you, man. Yeah, this week I got sick at the beginning of the week. It, it was fucking, I woke up uh, like Tuesday or Wednesday morning. I was fucked and i slept the rest of the day so 
Affinity Protocols podcast hasn't gotten up yet, but I did get, you know, last week's Derek's talk and the, the pre-show podcast, the debut for our uh, listeners over on the newsletter or subscribers, I should say, uh, paid subscribers. So, uh, that got done. And then today, um, I actually, speaking of building bows, I got my Steamboat AR6 Stinger in the mail. It's crossbow. Absolutely. I'm not you ain't shot. getting a hoo this week, but you'll get a woot woot. <laughs> <laughs> I've not shot a uh, crossbow since, fuck, I was in Iraq. So not in Iraq, but it was around that time. So close to 15 years now. Um, but uh, it's actually a pump action crossbow. Cause my back is so fucked. I couldn't, I couldn't fucking pull a bow if I wanted to today. And, uh, I'm going to get out there next week, hopefully, and, uh, throw some arrows down it and shoot some shit and dial in the uh, red dot and see how that goes. And hopefully we'll have, uh, some representatives of Steamboat on soon to talk about their products. And then I've got another crossbow pump action that I'm looking at getting. Uh, and seeing how it goes and, uh, hopefully we can start finding some shit for, uh, all our listeners that like to get out and do shit that are unable to do them, uh, normally, like I can't use a normal crossbow or a normal archery bow. Uh, maybe we can find alternatives for you guys to get out there and start, uh, doing what you love again, hopefully. Uh, and that'll actually tie into bullets, blades and hooks. Recoil. Um, <laughs> don't even know the name of his own fucking show. <laughs> anyway. I, I got the goddamn coffee mug right in front of me. It just happens to be full of booze. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's honest though, right? Right. right. So but, it serves uh, a dual purpose, everybody. I'm, I, I stumbled over it and I'm looking at the fucking mug and I'm like, you idiot. It's in your hand. <laughs> it was fucking great though. I mean, that was perfect. blades, hooks, and booze. That's right. That's, 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 that's what he you turn it into yeah right? but oh, no Bo, i am so stoked for you man <laughs> <laughs> Bo, i'm i'm so stoked for you man to be able to, to be able to get out there and shoot like there's it's just so therapeutic like plinking hunting it doesn't matter just there's something about when you're a military veteran and, and shooting i mean because that's what that's that's the fundamentals of what we do mm-hmm. you know no matter what your mission was, it's always, you know, soldier first, Marine first, airman first, whatever. But, uh, you know, that it's ingrained in us and that, that, that activity of, uh, taking something from this point and put it at that point really, really fast is, is a hell of a lot of fun and therapeutic. Absolutely. And yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to get over to the DMV to get my state ID because I've been lazy and lackadaisical and haven't gotten it. And maybe I'll get to get me a couple of handguns and rifles soon and actually, smell that fucking brass burning. Oh my God. I miss that so much. <laughs> God damn. Anyway, enough reminiscing and nostalgia and talking about ourselves because we got bases for radio. Let's get on to tonight's guest. <laughs> it is none other than Hawk sniper himself. Mr. Corey, how you doing this evening? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing super fantastic, super califagilisticexpialidocious. Anyway. Oh, bring it out. <laughs> right. uh, so Wargog linked up with you and got you on tonight. And I'm not going to lie. I don't know what the hell you do other than outdoor shit. So let's start from the very beginning. You are a veteran. Tell us a little bit about your military background, if you don't mind. All right. Well, my military background started, uh, went National Guard, uh, to do, uh, 
air traffic controller. So shipped off at age 17, spent the first 21 days of my military career as a 17-year-old. Um, did my basic up at Fort Dix back in 87. Oh, shit, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. cold as hell, bro. Just, ooh, got chills going up my spine just thinking about it. <laughs> so after, after basic, I shot over to Fort Rucker, Alabama, um, went through the tower, tower controller qualification. And uh, while I was there, they merged tower with radar. So they took a 93 hotel and the 93 Juliet and made this thing called 93 Charlie. Well, being an 18 year old, I know everything under the sun attitude. I didn't go through the radar. So they reclassed me and I, I did flight ops. Did that while I was in, in the guard, but I knew I wanted more. I wanted to go regular army. So in 89, I had a chance to go regular army and they reclassed me again. I became a third one, Charlie. So shot down to Fort Gordon, did that. And, uh, age kicker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, work, I was, I was a Bravo, back. um, and, and ended up doing the Charlie mission. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm on, I'm on, I'm Marine. Uh, 31, I understand, has to do with MPs, right? right law enforcement. Yes. No communications, brother. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, well, they re, they re, they changed all your, okay, you're back further. Um, yeah, they yeah. changed them. The 31s are the military police now. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. So I got out in 96 just to, just to speed that up. But, um, <laughs> I, so, so my first duty location in, in regular army was, uh, Fort Riley, Kansas. And then from Fort Riley, Kansas, I shot over to Istanbul, Turkey. Oh. And I was in Istanbul, Turkey during the first Gulf War because I worked at a nuclear artillery unit. So I was their comms guy. Uh, so the night the first Scud missile went off, I was working in the emergency action center, taking the flash traffic. So that's when base commander comes in, does his stuff, breaks the cookies behind the curtain, has all that. So, um, so that's what I did there. I went to Vicenza, Italy. From 91 to 94. And then from there, I went to Fort Bragg. Uh, finished up at the Fort Sia Battalion uh, under SOCOM. And that's where I got my, you know, did my did my jumps, got my fake hips out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get something so, out of the government, right? <laughs> man, I got too damn much. I got two fake hips, a busted back. You know, but it doesn't stop me. You know, I, I got got a lot of fight left. I hear you. So it hurts like a motherfucker, though. I, I ain't going to lie. Y- hey, you know, you, you ain't telling us nothing. <laughs> oh, bro. Now, let you me know. give everybody a visual really quick. And I had to bring it up to him when he got into the pre-show. I swear to everybody, Corey has to be still the musician uh, brother. Like, I'm not joking. Like. He's a dead ringer for his brother. Like, tell me I'm wrong, everybody. Like, <laughs> I seen him earlier today and I was like, where did Word Dog talk to Seal at? I was like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> but no. They hide Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but um, so what got you into this outdoorsman hunting type of stuff? And then tell us what you're actually doing. All right. Well, what got me into it was the influence from my dad. Um, he had me out with a gun at a very young age and just, just showed me the way fast forward. My being my, my own adult, I make my way to Texas. Opportunity presented itself to get back to my roots, which was being out in the woods because I was a kid in high school that would get off the bus, go home, change, put on his hunting gear and go out in the woods and shoot, shoot rabbits, shoot squirrels. You know, that was me. So, you know, just, just getting back to it. So when I got to Texas, um, you know, I had a wonderful life changing event that opened a lot of doors, AKA divorce. And, uh, (laughs) I got to experience the area around me, not knowing that I was living in the Mecca of the outdoor life where I could hunt and fish all year long. And, uh, since I started doing that, uh, I just took up a real passion for hog eradication because it's a win-win. The meat is actually great. It's better than what you get in a store because there's nothing injected into it. It's, it's natural. These, these hogs are eating out of fields and, and things. They're, they're, they're not like they're into trash cans and things like that. Yeah, they smell bad, but the meat is really good. Right. Really good. And there's a lot of, um, how can I say, struggling families with a lot of family members that could use that meat. Mm-hmm. So rather than let it go to waste, I have a group of friends that will help me process the meat and they will divvy it out to families. They, they belong to churches and, uh, not churches, chicken, but Church. <laughs> <laughs> he went down that road. <laughs> Get the house off. Bro. Anyway, you, you thought so, that was a chicken titty sandwich, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's where recall sweet yeah. baby Ray come into play. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll process the meat, man, and uh, and, and just get it handed out. So it's it, it helps the farmers. They do, you know, $5 billion worth of damage annually, and we can't keep up with their growth. They, they reproduce three to four times a year. Yeah. And it's it's not just, it's not just the farmers too. And, and, you know, for the people that would cry all these poor hogs, these poor innocent animal animals that are getting shot, like they're, they're killing, killing off plant life and and habitation for creatures that are actually supposed to be here. Right. Um, And it's, it's been very, very detrimental um, to, and cost a lot of of lives of, of local indigenous creatures. And there's a lot of science to back that up. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they, they destroy water systems, you know? Oh, and wetlands, (laughs) they turn wetlands into mud pits and it's, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's, it's, you know, and I, and people hear me make this comment, but they destroy, uh, vehicles that are used to farm the land. You yeah. know, these, these, these tractors, you know, they're $250,000. They, they have to operate at a certain speed. Yeah. And if they don't, you know, it's not going to be able to do the job that it, that it's intended for. But if they do go 
at that speed that they're supposed to, and they run into one of those those ruts that the hogs have dug up. It's a done deal. You're talking a $250,000 piece of equipment that's flatlined now. Mm-hmm. You know? So they cost a lot of money, a lot of money, a lot of damage to farmers. And they can't feed their families because they can't get that harvest. It throws off their whole timeline when they have to make shit, you know, seed it and and then harvest it and get it to wherever they, they have to get it to. It's ruined. Yeah, so they've, they've got a window to get it in, and if they don't get it in in that window, then it doesn't have time to mature. Right. Yep. So I like to be the agri- agriculture, uh, the agriculture, the farmer's buddy. Mm-hmm. I want to be their best friend. Absolutely. You know? So that's me in a nutshell. And as far as the other things like the exotics, the deer, and yeah, I'll do it. But my passion really is just knocking the shit out of hogs and coyotes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when I say I like to shoot them in the mouth, I take pride in it. I hear you, man. I take pride. <laughs> I saw your video with like I don't know if it was fifty or a hundred kill shots, right? <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. It was magical, man. <laughs> yeah, and I just recently this year, you know, got remarried, got a great great wife. You know, she got me, and you know she's great when she gets you a damn reloading kit. Ah, oh, okay. damn. Whoa. Yeah, man. Uh-oh. <laughs> Bonafide keeper. Matter of fact, I she was such a keeper, man. I, I took my main gun and had Wonder Woman engraved on it, and, and it's hers now. Just gave me a reason to get another gun, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell her that. We, we, we'll keep that a secret. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's G, Where's that's the G14 button? class five. G14 <laughs> class five. <laughs> but man, no. So I, I I got into the reloading, and and that's that has taken everything full circle. I mean, the time it takes to prep the bullet, tr- uh, prep the casing, make sure you're. Your powder throws are, are correct. Your bullet seating is correct. Everything. And then take it out there and, and kill an animal with it. Man, it's it's a great feeling. And what people don't I understand you, is that's you, a science in of itself. I, I yeah. hear you, brother. I'm a, I'm a reloader myself. I've got a, a bench set up in the basement. So, yeah, there is nothing like putting it together yourself and then going out and putting it to use. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My, so my 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 go to right now is the Barnes TTSX, either okay. a one fifty grain or a one sixty eight grain. Those two, I mean, they have been knocking their dick in the dirt. <laughs> Barnes and, and Nosler, I've I've always had really good luck with, and I've actually had pretty good luck with Hornady. If if you you know if you're on the if you don't have quite the budget and for for the higher end stuff, the Hornady stuff's pretty good. So so with Hornady. I'm going to tell you, when I first got into it, um, six, the, the 6.5 Creedmoor was making this move, right? Mm-hmm. And so I said, fuck it, I'll go ahead and get the MSR-10 by Savage and and try it out. Man, I scored so, so many kill shots with it. So people would ask me, well, what do you like better, 6.5 Creedmoor or 308? I said, I never used the 308. So it wasn't until two years into all, all of this hunting that I transitioned over to a 308 and that's because during the pandemic, 
everybody was hoarding the uh, ammo, and then Hornady were making their prices just skyrocket. I'm like, man, fuck this. You know, you can't, number one, you can't even find the round. Then when you do find it, they want $50, $60 for it. I'm like, man, y'all kiss my ass. So I moved to 308, which was something that was more readily available. Right, right. And and I, I went with the Norma Big Game Hunter. Man, the first time I used the 308 and I, and, and I smacked the hog, the entry wound, you know, standard, the exit, I could put my whole fist in that hole that blew out his. Yeah, I I I was always a thirty out six fan, but I, I still think the three hundred eight was probably the best all around round ever developed. Mm-hmm. It was really quick before I hand it over to Recoil and Sergeant Wardog. I want to say thank you to all the loud listeners listening. If you're not in the chat on DVRadio.net, just go to DVRadio.net, click on the chat button, get in here, talk with the host, some listeners, and Mister Hog Sniper himself, Corey, and I'll turn it over to Recoil and Sergeant Wardog to to interview Mr. Corey. <laughs> what you got, dog? I'm curious to know about when he started uh what <laughs> when did you start knowing that hog hunting was therapeutic as opposed to, you know, hog hunting was a legal way of uh avoiding fucking people up. <laughs> um I think the first night I shot one. You know? <laughs> All right. All yeah, right. I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a tink on my nutsack. I said, <laughs> yeah, I like this. I mean, yeah. You hear that, that, that thump, you know? Yeah. It's just, especially when you're hitting one that like, cause, cause we shoot suppressed. So you can hear that bullet travel and you hear it. And then that, <clears throat> Oh, you know, <laughs> I was like, man, I'm, 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 I'm gonna have to start wearing condoms when I uh, hunt, man. This is me off. <laughs> At least a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. Hey, look here, bro. We ain't doing the depends until I absolutely have to. But I can't hold my shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna stick with the diaper. I mean, the uh, the uh. Yeah, you know what I mean. The Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy. But I, I, I got to get me down south on a hog trip. I, I've never hunt hogs. All right. Well, that's some good yeah. eating, man. Some it of is the best. It is, especially if you can get that stuff on a smoker. Oh, baby. Now, uh, as an influencer, right? Because mm-hmm. you, you, you definitely fall into the category of military influencer. Um. How long have you been into the whole, you know, online and social media game? Honestly, you know, only 2018, man. Uh, I would say 20, late 2018, uh, uh, a person, you know, a good friend of mine said, you need to start getting on social media and uh, putting it out there, put put what you do. And I, I remember the first time I didn't have not one friend, not one follower. <laughs> And, and and my buddy, his name is Jason from J and M Guns. He he was like my my first follower. It was either him or, or my son, and uh, it just went on from there, man. So I wasn't gonna do anything that would uh, 
tarnish my 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 character because I hold that in high regard, you know. And people are like, oh, you don't put out enough content. Hey, I do what I do. I, I'll get it when I can get it because I have a regular job. You know, I have a you know wife, everything. I I I just have a regular job. So these people who have these million followers and stuff, that's a full time job. And I hunt for pleasure. I hunt for peace. That is my, that is my zen. You know. So, I mean, the the online stuff is great, and I love to share it. But man, those guys they put in hours of video editing and stuff like that. And I'm like, damn, that's that's a lot. You know, kudos to them. But I'm not there yet. So that's what why they get what they get. I try to put out quality. But I'm real. Like, I'm a one-take dude. Like, if I'm stumbling and stuttering and, hey, fuck it, that's me. I'm real. <laughs> that's, yeah, I like that. One take. Um, you get it right. <laughs> I'm real. No, nah, that didn't sound right. Nah, no, it did. You know, I was stammering over my words. You know, I flip-flop what I wanted to say. I'm real. And that's one thing people can know about me. Uh, I'm going to be Corey from Edgewood, Maryland, who's just laid back, real, but won't take no shit. <laughs> right I, I think I think Corey fits right in at DV Radio. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's why I want to get him on, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, so thank you guys for, for, for having me. Uh, I was I was sort of taken back. I'm like, wow, you know, he actually wants me. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Man, the best thing about us is we're professional, dysfunctional veterans. That's that's about it. <laughs> there it is. There it is. But that's when I found out that I knew that was my passion. That was my zen because when I don't get to do it, I get grumpy. When I don't get to kill something, if I see a bug, <laughs> I'm going to step on it. Yes. I gotta, I gotta kill something. I feel yes. like Will Smith and like Men in Black. Like, <laughs> you know, stepping on the cockroach. Yes. Shit, that's the second Will Smith reference we've had in the two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Good damn marquee. God God I was gonna it. say, good damn thing he ain't on tonight. <laughs> oh, shit. That's what I'm yeah. talking about, though. And now, uh, how about, um, now be, be honest with me, because your YouTube channel is on the rise. If you were able to have enough followers to where it paid you sufficiently, right, would you devote yourself full time to Hog Sniper, your outdoor channel? Damn, Skippy. <laughs> all right, all right. Damn, Skippy. Listen. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm at that age now, <clears throat> you know, in the profession that I'm doing now, I'm looking at about a year and a half. And once, once I pop smoke on that, it's nothing but the outdoor life every day, all day. Gotcha. You know? He's like, I just Cast told you I got to kill me some. I will go full time 24 <laughs> <24/7. laughs> seven. 365, 366 on a leap year. <laughs> it's cool that you guys bring all that up though. Cause people really do take for granted. Like they, they think YouTube's easy. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're, you're, oh, you're a social media influencer, which I, I kind of hate the term influencer, but it's the one that they use. Um, mm-hmm. But like, it's a lot of fucking work. Like very few of these people put little effort in and, and are successful. They bust their asses 
uh, to build a channel and to, and to build a following and, and even to just to put together good content and to have a camera that does half decent video, these things mm-hmm. don't come cheap. Nope. Nope. And you know, you also have to fight with what they will let on. They, oh, they oh, have yeah. a hard on for people dealing with guns and stuff. Yeah, I was I was gonna say, especially in your arena. I mean, mm-hmm. you're dealing with guns and killing and animal animals, and yeah, you know, that's that you're you're walking a tightrope all the time. Yeah, I could show I could show me shooting hogs in a thermal. I could show hunting dogs on a hog, but the moment I stick a knife in that hog, oh shit! Now I'm fucked. Yeah. So I'm like, now hold on. You can sit there and watch me do a mad dump on a hog and won't say shit. But if I put a <laughs> knife in this damn thing, okay, you want to say something? If I give this hog a double tap to the to the forehead, he's out. He's out like a light. You don't say nothing. But if I stab him now, oh, too much blood. I'm like, no, it's just soft ass bullshit. So, right, right. I feel you. We we don't eat animals that were murdered. We buy them from the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Dead serious. Like Dead serious. Like right now, there's someone in my family that said they don't like chicken eggs. They like store bought eggs. Wow. <laughs> like. And that, I, I swear my mom was adopted, dude. Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah. And if you're willing to shake your ass, so I, I like, I feel like I, I have a beautiful wife, but I will not expose her to being on YouTube and making her put on something skimpy and sleazy. Number one, most of the horn dogs out there are going to be saying something, and you know me, I don't do disrespect. Yep. So you come on, you you come on my page saying something, dog. I'm gonna have to track you down. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, so right. I'm just gonna avoid that 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 situation. But and not knocking anybody who who does it, it's just what they allow. So if I wanted to shake my ass, put a thong on, I guess I could get some followers. I don't know what the followers I would want. But, <laughs> well, you might be a hit know, with the Navy. But, uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> get, you some of that, get you some of that leopard like, print. Why, why is your entire demographic 70-year-old white man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but it's... But, again, I'm happy with where I'm at. I, I just figured... If if one day the algorithm changes and people start to catch on and the name gets out there, I'm 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 cool with that. Um I'm just I'm just happy being me, man, and you know, where there's no T V show, no no podcast, no nothing, Corey's gonna be out there shooting hogs in the goddamn face. Cause that's what he <laughs> loves to do. I'll, I'll t- I'll my t- mom calls me. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I'll tell you right now, you are welcome to DB Radio anytime. If you want a podcast, if you just want to be a guest, I don't care. You are welcome. Yeah. Yeah. My my mom, when she calls me, she's like, what are you doing right now? I said, I'm out in the blind. 
She's like, oh, Lord. Give me little piggies alone. <laughs> I said, Mom, I can't. I can't. I got to get this out. He said, all right, call me back. Next thing you know, I, I, I'll send her a picture of, of meat on the, on the table or whatever. I was like, see? You know, all this, all this, I'm, I'm doing God's work. <laughs> yeah. I'm helping yeah. people. I love exactly. it. Love it. Yeah. Exactly. I, I have to mention, uh, you have all, you already have international exposure. I saw you on the outdoor channel. Tell me about that. So it's man last year, Scott came down. So I met Scott several times between 2018 and, and 2022. Um, and each time, uh, it was just more and more of a conversation. And the last time I saw him, I was on a Ducks Unlimited show because I'm on the uh, Tacticam Pro staff. So nice. his, booth, his his booth was right down for mine. And uh, I came down, uh, I walked down, and I was talking to him. And I said, hey, we meet again. So fast forward, he comes down to the booth. I said, look, let me show you. So I showed him the, the video that I had set showing the Tacticam cameras, which showed the video footage of all the things that it captured. I said, you're more than welcome to come down and shoot an episode. So that's what happened. He kept his word. He came down. And uh, it was like the first week of October last year. Him and his son came down. and. We we shot two full episodes. It was great. Uh, we got, I got him on Hog. I got him on Neil Guy. Uh, we even went uh, got out on the bay, did some red fishing. Um, it was it was just a great time. And he was he was just a genuine, uh, honest, down to earth, humble, great guy. I mean, just I can't say enough about him because he educated me, and I told him about some other experiences that I've had with other shows that I've been on because I did, I did uh shank fest and, uh, you've been on I, shank I met, fest with Pigman. man. Yeah. You've been on shank fest. Oh man. I'm about to go back and go rewatch it. I did not know well, you were on shank fest. I did shank fest eight and, uh, I made a 480 yard shot and, his his crew verified it because they saw the hog rolling down the hill, but but we couldn't find it. But uh, he got on the show, and uh, you know I wasn't going to say his name, but uh, he got on the show and showed his true true colors because there was myself and another guy, and we just happened to be in the industry. He so called support a patch off of my uniform, uh, put it into him. And uh, let's just say the disrespect was real, but that's okay. I did show up there with my truck that was wrapped, but I didn't have to just for the show. <laughs> so anyway, when you look that at makes it, sense. When, you got hog, you got pig it, man showing up with hog sniper. I got it. He probably might have felt like there was competition. Well, well, look, this is what's crazy, right? You know, I have my merch. I didn't wear any of that. I didn't wear any of that because I'm on the Pulsar Pro staff. 
they were they were pushing AGM the AGM Rattler. So I'm like, okay. So listen, I understand. I'm here to hunt hogs. Okay. If I don't get on, I'm cool. Let me. I you're a hog hunter. I'm a hog hunter. Let's bust these fools in the face. Right. That's that's where I was coming from with it. Right. So when the show comes out, my phone starts blowing up. It's like, what'd you do to pig man? I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, he dogged you. I'm like, what the hell? So I didn't, I haven't even watched the episode, bro. I haven't even watched the episode because of all of the negative comments. I'm like, okay. And this is a guy that I spoke highly of, you know, because I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to be him. I'm me. You right. Know? Right. I'm me. So anyway, Scott taught me not to worry about things like that. And uh, he just showed me uh, a higher path, which I was already on. But he said, yeah, keep that. You'll do you'll you'll do well. Just stay true to who you are. I said, that's the only way I can be. So that was my story with that. (laughs) But we had a great time. We had a real great time. You know what? I have to admit, this is like the second or third time I've heard that Pigman is not the greatest to actually record with or to deal with. Um, you know, there there are a number a number of things that could be said, but I'll save that for for offline conversation. He is who he is. Kudos to him. I'm happy, but if that's how he chooses to get down. That's his world. That's his his thing. He's gonna have to live with that. I gotta be me, you know. I gotta be able to. I don't need to step on someone to, to to get to where I'm gonna go, you know. Exactly, exactly. You gonna uh, get there regardless. The, 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 the best of character and the truest of leaders get where they want to go by lifting the people around them, not not stepping on them. Yeah, you know. You know, I, somebody asked me a question. I had a guy, um, we actually are really, really great friends. He called me up. Hey, man, I just had a question. I'm getting into the hog hunting. And we are just great friends because I give him all the knowledge I have. Because I, I, I know if I'm having fun and I know what struggles I've had, let me share that so someone else can get into it. And, and experience their own stuff without having to have as much of a struggle. Help shorten that learning curve. That's the way I'm seeing it. That's that's the way I'm seeing it. So um, uh, anybody ever ask me anything? I'm all about trying trying to pass the knowledge because I don't know everything. I'm only going to tell the person what I've experienced. Because one thing we all know, we all heard that guy who made the five million mile shot and can't hit the broadside of a barnyard with a fucking double eye buck, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Better yet, he couldn't hit that shit with bird shot. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying. I, I, I just, I just, I like to help, man. That's that's just me. I'm, I'm, I'm just that person who, who likes to help people, man. I can't step on every anybody. I can't. Can you uh, can you tell us a little bit about your five hundred one c three? Now, I understand. Do you do you take veterans out with you? You know, 
we are actually going to start doing that. Okay. Um, okay. Because here's the thing. I have access to a lot of property. Some of it, you have to get a lot of permission and then, and the person who has the property wants to be there and everybody's worried about being sued because we're in a, Oh, I fell and got a splinter. Let me sue you because I got a splinter because I was out, out hunting. And that's what, you know, a lot of landowners are, are worried about. We're in the process of trying to acquire our own land so we can do it whenever we want to. But I do have two uh, plots of land that I have free reign of that I can actually take uh, people out to now. Uh, the property that I was managing before, and when I say managing, I was doing a lot of hog eradication. I mean, every night on average was anywhere between four to 20 hogs a night. And that's shooting by myself. Nice. Nice. So um, the, the photos that I, the videos that I sent you earlier was from land that I have access to that I have the opportunity to take people now, but I still want my own land so I can put that, that hog sniper swagoo on it. <laughs> right. Right. You know, because the, uh, I, man, the, the people that I've met in the industry, 99% of them are genuinely nice people. And it goes back to those days where a handshake meant you 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 have a deal. Uh I'll be I'll be fifty four on the twenty first, man. So I got those old school values, man. That's that's just how, how my parents raised me. But um yeah, so we have the boat now and and I do have the land now and it is our objective to get get the veterans out there and I'm I'm an NRA instructor, I'm a hunter ed instructor and I'm a bow hunter ed and instructor. Nice. So, yeah. So we, um, um, I promote the outdoors for, you know, recruit, retention, reviving, you know, um, basically getting these young kids out there, get them off for the video games and get them into the woods. You know, um, my, my, my son, my my young stepson shot his first hog a couple of months ago and the smile on his face. I did see that. I did see him. He, I saw he got a new guy in a hog, right? Yeah. So yeah. if you see the father son hunt with, with, with my son, man, I flew him in and we, we had a great weekend. I don't know what it was, but he, I was never able to get day shots. And, and the times I took him out, we were able to get, daytime hog kills and and then we turned around two hours a few hours later and and harvested a nail guy you know so if you if you go to the youtube channel you'll be able to see the father's son hunt but yes it, it, it's all about passing if, if we don't get another generation of hunters out there it, it's it's dying off it's dying off so um as long as i can breathe i'm gonna teach all right. So, totally so the so the answer to your question is yes. Uh, I will be taking uh, veterans out. I actually have a veteran that lives close to me who uh, reaches out to me on, on on my TikTok, 
and um, being gone so much with everything going on, the climate, my job is really busy. So I'm not out as much, but when everything settles down, I'm getting him out, out on the boat because he's, he's dying to get some red fish. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to t- taking them out because that's what I like to do. Right on, right on. I, I had to admit what just blew me away was when I, the thought hit me that you just said you're 54 and you still work TikTok well and you're <laughs> in the outdoors. Now, that alone is the kind of statement that you know, would blow people's mind away that you're 54 and you know how to work TikTok and you know, and you actually have your own TikTok page, right? Yeah. Hey, 54 is my age, but you know, I'm going to keep the mind fresh. And, and exactly. And the, industry, the, the, the job that I do, um, got to stay in shape, man. So I might be broken, but I'm going to keep moving. So I figure. Exactly. Check this out, man. You see amputees out there walking with, with their prosthetic legs and stuff. I still have mine. I might have some big parts on the inside, but I still got my legs. Amen to that. <laughs> and damn yep. it, if they can do it, I'm going to keep my ass moving until the wheels fall off. You damn right, baby. That's what's up. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm, I'm know, the same way. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean, I never mentioned to you. I have a metal disc in my neck. I have rods in my hip and I have uh, screws in my back and Bo is bound to a wheelchair with his Crohn's disease and uh, Oink, Oink had two hip replacements. So exactly what you just said, what you just said, we all understand to the T, trust me. Well, me me and Oink got something going on because Bo, I got two full hip replacements. Yes, sir. So, hey. So how come, so my sister's texting me, I can't get in. How do I get in? How can my sister listen to, to the podcast? Just go uh, to a couple different ways. DVRadio.net and uh, you can click on ways to listen. Or if she's on a mobile device, just grab the free Radio King app and search DV Radio. Hold on, DVRadio.net. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm gonna send this to damn it. I'm autocorrect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I haven't even hit song. 15. I had both hips replaced. So I, I feel your pain. And uh you know, getting out and doing stuff is something I look forward to to try and do again here shortly. But uh it's fucking Alaska. It's winter. Ain't much happening mm-hmm. in winter, I tell you that right now. <laughs> hey, I, I tell you what, I love I love this weather because I don't like the cold. Like I grew up in the cold and I snow ski, but on the regular, my bones don't like being cold. That's why I like this heat. Right. Oh, trust me. I, I know exactly how you feel after having these hips replaced because I can feel when a storm comes in. There's no joke about that. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So, so when I was at Bragg, I was coming back from lunch one day and I just had got my motorcycle out of the shop. I had a stage two jet kit put in and new fork seals and, uh, went, went to the apartment, came back and a lady cut me off and I T-bone uh, a conversion band, flew over, landed on my face, busted up my uh, neck. You know, I, I I bruised my collarbones real good, man. I did a functionality check, make sure I could still move my toes and fingers. 
check for blood, and then the shock kicked in, and I, you know, I'm slamming my helmet because my bike is total. My front wheel was, you know, bent in half. My left handle handle grip was broken off. My, my instrument panel was down to about two inches, and uh, all I can think about. My fucking bike. Look what you did to my bike. <laughs> That's how we are. This is when you know you're in shock because the ambulance came. I had them call call my wife at the time. And I said, just tell her the bike is laying on the ground and, 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 and to come up to the uh, target. And that that was it. I drove I got in my car. I refused the ambulance. I got in the car, drove, drove on base, went to the hospital, you know, and and by the time I calmed down, that's when everything started to lock up on me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even lift a jug of water, bro. I was hurting bad. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so I'm I'm just going to keep riding this train until, until the caboose falls off. <laughs> Damn right. Don't blame you, man. Yeah, I'm right. But well, we really appreciate you coming on and telling us all about uh, your military service, your uh, your hog hunting, and your uh, experience as an influencer, man. We really appreciate you actually opening up and being willing as an Army vet to come and let us as dysfunctional veterans know what you were doing in the outdoors world. Yeah, well, thank you guys for having me. And uh, I you know, giving me a, a a platform to to uh, speak on. Um, I was looking at your numbers, and I'm going to say I was sort of blown away. I'm like, and they want to speak with my ass? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I, you know. I mean, uh, I'm going to tell you, what I, I was like, damn, I'm like sixty seven thousand followers. I'm like, and I'm sitting up here like, I'm like at a steady hover, two thousand five hundred. I'm like. Shit. I'm gonna tell you what. If, if if we if you were around a few years ago, you you'd have been able to uh, be a part of the big page, which had two million plus followers and would reach on at minimum sixty million a week. So, wow. <laughs> before before nah, we got the Facebook manhammer, <laughs> our 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 leadership decided to have a gun raffle, um, which was all legal and legit, and through a a, a uh, an actual FFA and mm-hmm. Facebook Facebook destroyed us. Yeah. We had, we had 9 million a day reach. Well, and and, boom, and gone. this is what I'm talking about, man. Uh, it, this is what I'm talking about. Um, there's truly no, no freedom of speech and no real creativity. They, they, they want you to do certain things and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, man, I will not conform. I'm, I'm going to keep shooting motherfuckers in the face. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Hogs need to go. Hogs need to go, and and I'm gonna show you how I'm doing it because I like <laughs> it, you know. And, and and you know, since we can speak freely here, you know, if you want to line up some pedophiles, they'll catch one in the dome top too. 
Amen. <laughs> fucking preach, brother. Fucking preach that shit. I went on a you know? fucking rampage last night about that shit. And I told Elon Musk, I added him. I said, if we get banned for this, I will lose all respect for Twitter because that means your free speech is not free fucking speech. And I just let yeah, it out. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, you know, met my, my, my family, uh, love them to death. And, and and we laugh about it, but they always tease me. They'll send me some Trump stuff, and then I'll send I'll send them some some retarded, you know, dumb dumb Biden stuff, you know. Uh, oh no, say it, but, say uh, retarded Biden stuff, because I say it too. You can say it. It's, it's okay. I promise. No, because it's, it, it, it's no, because to say retarded would be an insult to the mentally challenged, you know, comparing him to that stupid motherfucker there. There it is. There it is. You know, I've been in a loony bin. Yeah, no, no, man, no. I mean, I mean, if I had to choose, now I I, I can. If I had to choose between a person who was a couple chromosomes short, I'm gonna pick them over that stupid motherfucker. (laughs) He's dirty. He's evil. He's demonic. And that's not even the real one. So whoever they have playing him, you know. Anyway. Don't oh, I think he fits in the pedophile category. She'll line his ass up. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <laughs> brother, I'm you know, telling you, you you have an open spot if you ever want to do a show at DV Radio. And <laughs> hey, 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 we'll put all the uh, put all the links and everything in the description with the podcast. But if our listeners want to want to support you and and get on your different uh, social media and other platforms, how where all can they find you? On uh on let me see TikTok is just Hog Sniper, that's H O G, uh S N Y P E R. It's just a sniper without the I. It's a Y. On on uh, YouTube, it's Hog Hog Space Sniper, and uh, on Instagram, it's Hog underscore Sniper. Now, and, can, um, I'm sorry. It, and, and the webpage is hogsniper.com. And I was just going to say, is there a way people can help or donate uh, to the nonprofit? Yes. Yes, there is. We, you know, we, we, we have our, uh, our, all of our stuff set up. Um, I wish I could send you guys a, Oh, I'm saying hi to my sister. <laughs> hey, sis, love me. <laughs> That's my sister, Janetta. She's like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to listen. What's love up, you, sister? <laughs> so, uh, yes, yes, there is, you know, we have all, all of our, our tax stuff in order, all, all of our certifications. We're all good there. Um, we like right now, uh, we, what we're doing, uh, to get the, the name out there. Uh, we're, we have shirts being made that people can order. It's, it goes, the order goes straight to the company that makes the shirts. They're, they're, uh, the design, they're, they're not off their, off the rack. Everything is, is sewn, sewn together here in this, here in Texas. And, um, you know, once, once they get a certain number of orders, they're, they're, they're able to, donate money back back to the nonprofit. So whenever you see a link to to the shirt, 
you know, I'm I'm not making anything off of it. It's just going back to the nonprofit, you know, because I pay everything out, out of pocket. Well, now, while, so, while we're talking about the, the nonprofit, can can you explain to everybody uh, what R3 is all about? Yeah, um, <clears throat> it's re- recruit, retain, reactivate. That's what we do. So we recruit uh, people who normally wouldn't have the opportunity to get out into the outdoors. Um, normally, the the demographic for for hunters. You, you, you figure it's just men, but it's not, and it doesn't have to be. So we try to get the young kids and women introduced into the outdoors so that they can know how to manipulate and operate a gun safely and have a positive experience. That's, that's one. The, the, the retention is keeping those who are in it, keeping them motivated to want to stay in it. Because that segues into the people who have to be reactivated, who used to hunt for many years, but for whatever reason, lost that passion. So now we're trying to get them back into it because they had that knowledge. It's just getting them back, back in the seat again. So that's what ours is all about. So we, we, we have a big focus on teaching women and kids how to shoot, how to operate a gun, how, how to, how to, uh, how to shoot a bow, how to hunt from, from the stalk, from, from looking at, at what you have, how to read the, how to read what's around you, looking for scrapes, looking for footprints looking for trails seeing where they where they are what vegetation or what what they're eating we we try to teach all of those things and then how to do it safely you know have a hunt plan let someone know where you're going when you're going when you expect to be back all all of those things that most people don't think about because as guys like ourselves, we, we have no problem going out by ourselves and sitting in a tree or wherever. But what happens if we don't come back? What happens if something happens we can't get to our phone? Who knows that we're even out there? So there's things like that that most of us may not think about that we try to educate those who are new and those who are in it that they, they have to do these things so that they come home safely and have a pleasurable hunting experience uh, that's that's awesome and, you know there's so many so many of us that think oh man i I got it i've been doing this for years but like i i came out of a tree and a climber yeah i mean it can happen to anybody oh you know listen, yeah, it, I'm stuff, tell you. stuff stuff happens you know uh, hogs are no joke they can be very very aggressive if you, if you get in the wrong spot at the wrong time and you better hope you can get up a tree <laughs> <laughs> no joke you know, I, I, hey, listen, my son, he just did a video, literally, uh, day before yesterday of him putting up his, uh, his, uh, tree stand. And two days before that, he, he showed me where he had done it and was up in it. And I didn't see a safety strap. I'm like, look here, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you're doing this, but you need to get a safety harness Absolutely. because. 
one fall and you're done and there's no telling how you're going to land. And if you're holding that bow or if you're holding that gun, you don't know how you're going to land and shit hurts. I'm going to tell you, it's not the fall that's going to get you. It's that sudden stop. Yep. Right. <laughs> okay. Yep. So, and he, he hit me back. He, and uh, he he did his new video, but he was wearing a safety restraint system, you know, because uh, uh, how would that look? I'm I'm a hunter ed instructor and my own son. Oh wasn't, yeah, you know, nah, I can't have that <laughs> for many yeah. reasons. I can't have that. One, I love him. <laughs> Two, that doesn't look good on me at all. So you know. But he he fixed it. He fixed it. So yeah, I, yeah. I actually learned my lesson the hard way. It wasn't hunting. It was actually I was uh, working on a forklift when I was eighteen, and I didn't know there was a hydraulic leak, and I just happened to step on that shit, and I slipped, and I was lucky. I only got a concussion when I fell off that motherfucker. <laughs> but <laughs> but. Well, but the way I landed, I'm actually surprised I didn't like crack my back or something because I, I landed in an awkward way. But like I said, I was lucky that I only got a concussion. But that, I'm telling you, I don't care how many times you've done something and how good you think you are. Mm-mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> something can always hey, fuck hey. you up. <laughs> he says he was lucky. <laughs> I was. Yeah, you know those T-post drivers? Mm-hmm. You know those those T-post drivers? Yes. Well, um, and, and, and my sister knows where this place is because when, when she came to visit me, we went out there. It was like two and a half hours away from the house. And so she knows exactly what I'm talking about when I tell the story. But I went up there by myself like I normally do because I got to get, get shit done. So I'm driving in some steaks because the cows are just fucking up my damn feeder and chewing up my cameras and stuff. So I had to put a little corral around it, right? Okay, got all my gear. I got my my my, my uh, T post driver. Well, I'm 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 getting into it, man. I'm John Henry on this motherfucker. Next thing you know, I came up too high and caught the edge of the mm. T post. And when I pulled down, it caught, and I pulled it straight into the top of my head. Oh man, I it it clapped my teeth. And I saw green. It hit me so hard, I saw green. <laughs> okay? I mean, I've never been hit so hard to where I saw a different color. I've seen a flash of white light. I've seen a flash of white light. But that shit hit me, and I saw green. <laughs> and and then I I called the girl I was dating at the time. And no answer. I was like, bruh, I'm out here <laughs> ass out. So yeah, I, I, I went and sat down for about 15, 20 minutes, man, just to try and get my bearings together. But that was a, that was a scary situation because nobody knew where I was. And that's a lesson learned on me. Mm-hmm. And she didn't answer. Holy yeah, shit. Well, yeah, yeah. She got the Ixnay on that one. Though. <laughs> right, you right. Know? Nah, right. nah, 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 bro. Nah. <laughs> so, nope, nope. So, that's, so that's what the three R's are about. That's, that's what I'm about. And, you know, um, I, I just, again, want to thank you guys for 
having me on. Oh man, thanks and, thanks uh, for being you know, here, man. And your your story about your son, you know that that brings to my mind that the first words that I thought when you told that story is educate, not humiliate. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You know, I would never have been able to uh, forgive myself if something happened to him, and it, it's because I didn't say something. Right. You know. So now um, I got my. 12 year old stepson and, and, uh, he, he has the bug. He, he, he got a taste of, uh, that, uh, trigger pull and he wants more now. <laughs> That's <laughs> my awesome. wife too. My wife too. Uh, I got, got her on the hog and she's like, now I want to kill a Neil guy. I don't care about the deer. We see them all the time. I want the hog or I want a Neil guy. I'm like, eh, I know I married you for a reason. <laughs> I really married you for a reason. Now we were talking a little bit before the free show for, for the people that have no idea what a Neil guy is. Can you, can you explain that? Yeah. So the Neil guys from the antelope family, it was, uh, it was introduced to the King ranch here in Texas back in the 1920s. Um, as a gift, uh, they were given a number of them and then they received a second number of them. And their thought, what I'm told, the thought process, process was that they were going to try and raise them like cattle, but it didn't work out for whatever reason. They broke out, they got out. When they did that, they just reproduced because South Texas is just South Texas weather and terrain is just like India hot, humid, lots of uh, brush cover, things like that. But they don't have any natural predators here, okay? Because they're huge. For anybody who has any any interest in these things, look them up. It's N-I-L-G-A-I. And these things look like a moose had its way with a goat. (laughs) (laughs) I I can see why they couldn't domesticate the motherfuckers. They're some demonic sons of bitches. God damn. We seen that. I was like, oh, hell. (laughs) All I could imagine was like the worst animal horror movie where the animal is doing all the killing. Like not no Cujo shit. Like this is straight up demonic animals coming after your ass. And there's just like blood and guts hanging from their little bitty horns. And they just got covered in blood and shit. Like. <laughs> yeah, man, that that thing is something else. You see that shit and, coming uh, from the fucking fires of hell. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, to and, me they look uh, delicious. They do. <laughs> they 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 are, man. And here's the thing about them: the cows, whenever they have have their their offspring, they always have them in twos. They always have them in twos. Like so, white tail. So I guess a few years ago, there was a count, I guess uh, USDA did, it was like, I want to say maybe 35,000 of them in the South Texas area because they don't go higher than Corpus Christi, you know, because it, it can get too cold. And back when, I think, was it 2019 when we had that major freeze, mm-hmm. 2019 or 20, 2020, we had that major freeze. And man, they killed off a lot of them. Like ranchers, they had bodies all over the place, you know. But the meat is great. It's like filet mignon. Um, there's no fat. You can you can grind it and make burgers. Um, I like I said less. 
uh, last month I was able to take down three because I could see the bottom of my freezer and we had to fill up, especially with everything going on in the world. I wanted to have my own food because these demonic sick bastards, you know, they're finding 2% human DNA in most ground beef now. Mm-hmm. So I want my own food. So, so that's what, why that conversation. So what Corey mm-hmm. is saying you will soon see DV Radio Negile Burgers brought to you by Hog Sniper in the near future. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, $799 a pound. <laughs> I got a hindquarter sitting in the freezer right now because, uh, you know, I haven't done three. And I have a great group of friends, man, because let me tell you, you need some friends. If you don't have a pulley system or a winch system or uh, a ramp that you can pull these things up on, you need good friends. And let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, see it as how a male can get up to over 600 fucking pounds? I would hope so. <laughs> Damn, the fucking, the low end of that, I think, was what, 240, 250? Damn, I just, yeah, man. I, I had one, I have a picture of one of a female cow on the hoof. Uh, gutted that was like two two fifty. That was gutted. God almighty. Jesus. Yeah. We eating good yep. in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm hey, I'm telling you, man, it's 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 really good. My dad likes it. Uh, my 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 daughter, my son, they love it. Even even the grandbaby likes it. Uh my wife, well, she's the reason I was seeing the bottom of my freezer. She's a damn carnivore. So. <laughs> I love it. Oh wow! Oh, oh my god! He says she was a carnivore. <laughs> Bruh, great. You wouldn't think it, but that woman can out eat me any day of the week, man. I'm like, I don't know where you put it. You got a tapeworm in there somewhere. Something. <laughs> um, oh shit! Oh yeah, my god! But yeah, brother. It's, it's, I tell you what. Like it's I said, definitely good. Like I said earlier, you're more than welcome to come back as a guest, as a guest host, as the host of your own show. I don't give a damn. You are welcome back. Um, you heard that, right, Hog Sniper? If you want a podcast, he's just let you know you can have a podcast on DV Radio and talk about all the stuff you just talked about because you flow with us, bro. You fit right in. Hey, I'll be more than happy to join you guys, except if I got to go shoot something in the fix. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. As long as it brings good stories, do what you got yeah, to do. <laughs> um, uh, if, if people want to see what I do, just just tap into the Instagram or, or tap into the YouTube channel because uh, <clears throat> I just try to share the experiences and I try to put some some DIY or educational stuff up there so people can have an idea of what what to do and how it works, man. Because, hey, get out there, be safe, have fun, and let's shoot these motherfuckers in the face. <laughs> 1,000%. You, you said it all. And like he said, if you're listening here on live or on podcast, please look up Hog Sniper, that sniper with a Y, across all social media and go to Hog Sniper. Sniper with a Y.com. Uh, check out 
what they got going on over there. Grab some of their merch. I'm, I'm, I'm at least going to have to grab me a hat. I mean, is, <laughs> is it possible to uh, shoot you a uh, shoot you a link to to the latest shirts that uh, came out? Yeah, and I'll have that in the podcast description. Um, okay. Oink, do you have anything you'd like to ask Corey? I don't have anything to ask per se, but I do just want to say that uh, you're definitely doing everybody. I mean, the Lord's work. Let's be honest. But I mean, I came grew up in Illinois, you know, with farming and you know background per se as a kid, you know, bailing hay at you know ten, eleven years old until I you know left that area. But uh, you know what you're doing, eradicating these hogs. People just don't understand what kind of a favor and you're doing for these farmers in all reality. So uh, keep it up, brother. And like I said, you know, if you ever need help and you, you need some people to back you, I mean, we got a few people in mind. I'm just saying, hey, <laughs> I, hey, I travel man. to North Carolina. I'll come down to Texas. Hey, <laughs> I'm <man>. just saying. <laughs> it's a party, man. Come on down, you know, cast and blast. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. And, and, and and I gotta, I, I gotta say, my son's an amazing videographer. So you can always tell the difference from when my son does a video versus when I do a video. <laughs> you know, my son is, you know, I, I got, I gotta throw him a shout out because he, he does a hell of a job. So if you, if you guys ever need something like that, check him out, check him out. But I, I'll shoot you that in our uh, group text, man. But he, he's something else. So. When you come down and you decide you want to make this happen, we're going to have to get it on film so we can put it up. (laughs) (laughs) Damn right. Recoil, Sergeant Wardog, any last words or questions for Mr. Cord? Well, like Oink, I I don't really have any any more questions. Um, But, yeah, I I, I definitely want to continue the little little relationship I think we started here today. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and Wardog and I have have an upcoming new show. It's going to be coming out in the next month or so, hopefully, on DV Radio, Bullets, Blades, and Hooks, uh, which is all about hunting, fishing, hiking. Um, oh, and yeah. I think I think Hog Sniper is going to be an awesome guest on that show, so we look forward to that, too. I look forward to it. I'd be more than happy, man, if I can assist in any way. I'm happy to do it. Appreciate that, brother. Word on. Yeah, so- Oh, right on. Hey, you already know, uh, since I initially reached out to you, you have all of my, uh, respect and, uh, I salute you to the most high, bro, for what you do, what you're uh, continuing to do with your 501c3. And I really appreciate you taking a time out of your busy schedule to come on here with DV radio so that other uh, veterans and war veterans around the world can get a chance and opportunity to know you and what you're doing in the state of Texas for veterans. Thank you very much, fellas. I really appreciate you all. And I can't say thank you enough. And I'm honored to, to be given this chance to, uh, I got to say fellowship with you all. <laughs> Please stay yeah. on uh, uh, after we end the show, Corey, and and, and we'll uh, do a little bit of after show with you. Um, we'll do. Uh, but hey, please, we, everybody we, listening, we gotta, go ahead, recall. We gotta, uh, I was just going to ask you, are we going to do a quick FAFO this evening yet before we wrap this up? <laughs> we can if, if we do it quick. I'm, I'm hurting tonight. <laughs> I'll speed read that mofo if you want. But other, other than that, otherwise we can just hold off 
But if you want, I'll speed read that thing and I give it to you so good and juicy, boy. Woo! Woo! All right. All right. We'll do faithful right here, right now. Here we go. Ooh, that's the part I was talking about with the whole fuck around and find out. Public service announcement to civilians. If you run into a veteran, you may indeed fuck around and find out. Listen, you snot those little shit. I'm a dick medieval on your ass. Are you gonna bark all day, little doggy, or are you gonna bite? Fuck with me, and we'll see your shit's on the sidewalk. I'll kill you with my teeth. Sick, your five dollar ass down before I make change. No, I'm just getting warmed up. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? I'll rip out your eyes and piss on your brain. You're a gutless turd. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face. Kiss my sweaty balls, you fat fuck. Fuck around and find out. Hey, hey, welcome to this week's version of FAFO. Fuck around, find out, in which we highlight stories in the news where veterans had to teach civilians a lesson. Now, for this week's version, we are going to tell you about a VA police officer that truly, truly disrespected a veteran illegally arrested him, assaulted him during the process, the entire nine. But the difference in this case was there was no initial violence from the veteran. This was handled on the back end and it was rescued and uh, taken care of by the court system in order to rectify that veteran. Okay, here we go. We're heading to Tampa, Florida. Uh, time frame. March 2020. Former VA police officer sentenced to 24 months in prison for criminal civil rights violation and making false entries in a report. According to court documents, while employed as a police officer with the Veteran Affairs in Bay Pines, Florida, Norman Nicholson, age 57, instructed an Army veteran to leave the premises, and the veteran complied. Nicholson then followed the veteran outside and arrested him. In doing so, Nicholson swung the veteran around and placed both both of the veteran's hands behind his back. The veteran did not resist the arrest and moved his left arm behind his back on his own. After the veteran was already handcuffed and in custody, Nicholson rammed the veteran's head on the fence. Nicholson then used his right hand to pull the veteran's legs apart, causing the veteran to fall face first into the fence and then to the ground. Nicholson then forcibly grabbed the veteran from the ground and lifted him up. While lifting him up, Nicholson used his right hand to grab the veteran from his face and nose. Nicholson then authored two arrest affidavits and the police report in which he made numerous false statements regarding the incident. Specifically, Nicholson stated that the veteran, quote, refused to leave the property, became resistant, pulled away, raised his hand in an aggressive posture, did not obey the commands to stop resisting, resisted on the ground, 
and buckled his knees in an attempt to make himself dead weight. Those statements were clearly false and were made with the intent to impede, obstruct, or influence a matter that was within the jurisdiction of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. As a result of this arrest, the veteran spent several days in custody at the Pinellas County Jail. The right of individuals to be safe and secure against unreasonable searches and seizures is at the very cornerstone of our democracy, said U.S. Attorney Maria Lopez. Officers who violate their oath to uphold that constitutional right and falsify facts to impede or obstruct an investigation will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. All right. This has been this week's version of F-A-F-O, Fuck Around, Find Out, in which we didn't have the traditional sense of a veteran letting a civilian know that they indeed were about to be taught a lesson. But we did on the back end find out that a VA police officer that chose to disrespect a veteran and violate a veteran's seminal criminal excuse me, criminal civil rights did indeed fuck around and find out that that one would not stand up and uphold under a federal court's scrutiny. Salute. What happened to that VA police officer? Did he get fired or anything like that? 24 months in prison, federal prison, that is. 24 months in federal prison for criminal civil rights violation and making false entries in a report. His false entries turned into rear entries. Yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> wow. Damn. Bob Bubba. Damn. Right, <laughs> Bubba. <laughs> you Bubba's bitch now, boy. <laughs> Bubba with no teeth, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go down the list really quick. Wardog, last thoughts for our listeners live and or on podcast. Hey, I joke a lot about the psych war gang, but in all reality, psych war gang represents mental health in the military community and my personal struggles with PTSD and TBI. If you in any way find yourself in a mental health crisis, please do not hesitate or feel ashamed to dial 988 and press option one. Again, if you run into any mental health crisis, do not be ashamed nor afraid to dial the digits 988. That's text or call and reach out to the resources that are available to help you in your mental health crisis. Have a great week. Salute. Absolutely. Mr. Recoil. As always, be safe and keep looking out for each other, fuckers. Uh, Corey, would you have any last words or thoughts for our listeners live or on podcast? Uh, I would just say uh, I second what the other two gentlemen just said and uh, fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> Was that I mean, go Brandon? Brandon. We hear let's go, Brad. <laughs> Epstein didn't kill himself. Oink, last words and thoughts for our listeners live or on podcast. <laughs> 
Yes, sir. Hey, if you ain't if you don't have any piggies to pop in your uh, local area, head over to Ejecta Zero and, and check those folks out. If you're looking to talk to somebody, Ejecta Zero has a uh, peace or ambassador standing by twenty four seven to talk to you about anything. So you talk by a normal chat, via uh, text, or even uh, the old school method of phone. So uh, head over there. There's somebody willing to talk to you twenty four seven. So don't feel alone. There's always brother and sister willing to help. One hundred thousand percent. And don't forget, you get 50% off your entire order until tomorrow night. That's October 8th, tomorrow night here on DVRadio.net. Just click on the DV Radio store. Be sure you click on the redeem button or you will not get your 15% off your order. Uh, all the proceeds goes to either DV Radio, if it's a DV Radio logo, Your Life Matters, and DV against DV merchandise goes to Change Unchained. Uh, then you got Sergeant War Dog, PTS Dog, uh, Betsy Ross and the DV farm and to help us out even more with the DV farm and the septic system so we can continue our mission and get veterans, uh, up there who are homeless and addicted in some long-term rehab. Go to dvfarm.org because we still need to raise that 25 grand for the septic system to get it completely redone and up to code, uh, before it freezes up there or the price will increase and we still can't continue our mission until it's finished. It's dvfarm.org. Org. I hate to cut the show short because we could seriously make like five, ten hours out of this easily. I'm not even joking. But Corey, like I said, you're more than welcome anytime uh, to come on as a guest, guest host, uh, host your own show. It doesn't matter. Just hit up one of us. And we'll definitely get you in here. Um, for Sergeant Wardog, Recoil, Oink, and Mr. Corey Hog Sniper, I'm Bonerwood. You just heard Barracks Talk right here on WDVRDVRadio.net. Until next week, fucksicles. Bye-bye. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Bye-bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>